Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, my name is Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast alongside me. Just like every week is Manager Jacob, but it's a special day because the day we're recording this is Jacob's birthday. Yay! Sarah, Happy thank birthday! You, thank you, thank you, uh, and thank you for bringing in cookies. By the way, okay. They're... Well, you just spoiled it. I was gonna bring them out. Oh, where did okay. You... Well, I mean, you already I've saw them. The you already saw them. <laughs> you know, Craig's saying? cookies. Oh, Avi, you love we cookies. Dive in? Yeah, yeah, we have to. Okay, wait for the people listening. ASMR. There's a brown paper bag. <laughs> Don't tell them. It entices them to watch okay, the full episode on it. YouTube. Yeah, check this out on YouTube. Whoa, there's a big box in here. Yeah, I got a... Clearly, <laughs> I don't know how to open anything because I'm ripping. I just destroyed that bag. Okay, well, you just won't have any way to carry okay, it. Okay, and here we go. Do you have Hold long enough nail? Do you want me to do it? Oh, or you got it? the sticker oh. came off. There little we go. pride sticker. And oh, I just got the mix. How good those look. I got the mixed pack, so they should all be yummy. What do we have in here? I don't know. Okay, Craig's right. Cookies are the best cookies in Toronto, though, so go check them out. They have a bunch of locations. This is not sponsored. They're just honestly that delicious. For a bite. And my stomach's been growling because he's been sitting underneath for mm. so long. Selfishly, that's why I bring in my favorite <laughs> treats for other people's birthdays. Delicious. The regular, I think this is the regular like chocolate chip. It's so good. Mmm. Oh. I, what do you got? Whoa, I don't what's know. That one? I think it's like a s'more situation, but also I whiten my teeth and my teeth are hella sensitive right now, so this actually kind of hurts. How did you do that? How I did I whiten my so teeth if, with if white strips? If people will remember one of my like life-changing things from the previous episode or a couple episodes ago was that I booked the dentist and I went and I did it. Did they whiten your teeth? Oh, I just spit everywhere. No, they didn't. Did they didn't. whiten your they teeth? They didn't because I got a cleaning and then I got two cavities filled, which mm. ended up being four cavities because it was a couple of spots <gasps> in each tooth. I know. Uh, which was a whole ordeal, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, 
I'm interested in it, but I didn't do it at that point. I just used whitening strips. Okay. Honestly, honestly, was influenced by Jules the lawyer. She did it. And like pre her doing the ad, she would like show me how white her teeth got when she just did it consistently for two weeks. And it was life changing. So I'm going to do a day kind of thing. Or like, yeah, strip the... a day. That's what you're supposed to do. I think everyone buys whitening strips and just does them like once in a while. But you're supposed to do them every single day. Okay. Because I want to if I'm going out or something like that and I want my if I'm about to appear on talking fast, the video you version, want pearly I want the whites. pearly whites, but I, I typically don't have the patience. I'll just like throw on a strip and hope it's So what are you drinking then to ensure that you continue to have pearly whites? Well, apart from uh, craving a glass of cold milk right now to go with this <laughs> cookie uh, that I've sat to the side for the time being, I it's, it's warm weather, Sarah. It's the time for picnics and whatnot. I am going with, do you know Calypso's? Yeah, like they're, the lemonades. Yeah, they're in like. In the jar oh, bottles, right? They're lemonades, but they're so much more. They're like a classic Max Milk pickup. Yes, it's like if I'm going to walk into a convenience store, I'm mm -hmm. going Calypso or I'm going Arizona iced tea. And this week, it's Calypso. I've been having a lot of picnics, spent a lot of time outside. Mm -hmm. Maybe next week's Arizona iced tea. What about you? What are you drinking? Um, margaritas. I took Jacqueline's recipe. We talked about it yes, on her yeah. episode of Talking Fast, and she uses maple syrup in them, and it's been bomb. I made a margarita board, like a DIY. Like I cut up all the jalapenos. I had like rosemary, cucumbers. Like people could put whatever they wanted in their margaritas, and it was a hit. I saw this. I saw that on your socials, and I was like, you know what? I don't. Not a huge fan, like I said, but maybe I'll give it a shot. You're not a huge margarita fan. No, I'm <gasps> a big tequila fan. And that's where it comes from. So. That's shock. I can't. I did not know this. I know because margaritas seem fun, and your your whole spread made it seem fun. Yeah, and I it was is. like, you know what? Maybe I'll try it again because I'm trying to have fun. I'm sure you can do it with a gin and soda. I don't know. <laughs> what are we reading and watching this week, Sarah? Um, so you talked about jury duty when you illegally watched it with a VPN a few weeks ago and then ah. you were like, hush, hush, we can't talk about it. But then they put it on Amazon literally a week later. So shout out to Amazon. I still pay for my prime membership. Yes. Yes. But just sometimes you just really want to watch jury duty. That was great marketing. So anyways, watch jury duty. Loved it. Loved Ronald. What He's a such sweet, a sweetheart. sweetheart. And also just my production brain love that the last episode was all about how they did it. I know. And like the whole behind the scenes and how there were so many hidden cameras and how long they were actually there for that and how they had to pivot. Gave a little legitimacy to me in my mind because I'm like, whoa, they have so many angles. I agree. And it seems that there's a lot of kind of like hijinks happening all yeah. the time that I'm like, how does this guy buy it? But that yeah. episode or segment of the episode gave a lot of background. I think yeah, it explains right. everything. So go check it out on Prime Video, Jury Duty. It's like so funny. And it's a great like watch with like a partner or something. Like you'll both have yeah, some laughs and stuff. And everyone has like their favorite character. Exactly. And totally. Not how about you? One. What are you watching? Okay, well, I tried to binge it before this episode that we were recording because the finale was last night. I, I've said it a few times before, still watching Succession. Mm -hmm. And the finale was last night. I got up. I was a couple behind, so I got up until the final episode. And just before recording this, I had like an hour and a half before I had to leave. Yeah. And I started the episode, and it's an hour and like 28 minutes mm. and 36 long. I was like, I can't fit that in with no, the rest of what I have it. to do. So, I mean, the last few episodes leading up to the finale amazing and you know i'm excited for this i got episode. asked at work five times by five different people today sarah do you watch succession because everyone just wanted to talk about it and yeah i kept saying I no i don't have crave i've six i'm, I'm glad that we record these not live because I've, <laughs> I've avoided spoilers the entire day <laughs> that's true that's true um okay, and finally what are we listening to this week Jacob? okay lewis capaldi he's got a new album came out a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago i'm a big lewis capaldi fan okay I haven't done his Peloton ride yet, but we were talking just a little <laughs> bit ago about this. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. 
But I listened to the album. I was like, you know what? This is a good album. <laughs> I saw him. I don't know what he posts. He's so good on social media, the too. The best. The best. He was posting, like, these idiots bought it. I just made the same album for a second time, and they're <laughs> eating it up. And I'm like, you know what? You're not wrong. But that's it's, what you're supposed to do. Like, it's what's successful. Exactly. I want Louis Capaldi bangers, and he's delivering delivering Louis Capaldi bangers. So. Shout out Universal Music. They sent me a bucket hat to promote his new album and a sweater. And a tote bag. I got to go home and check my mail, I guess, because uh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's definitely coming. Um, what about you? What are you listening to this week? Um, my Eras Tour show is only three weeks away, and I'm very, I'm anxiously excited about it. Like, I, it's just so much buildup, right? Yeah. So I am in my Eras era where I'm listening to the uh, set list. I know the set list. I've known it forever, so I don't care. And I have my list of what songs I want as my surprise songs. And I'm just in my full era's era just listening to everything to make sure I still know every word to every single song. Okay, I was going to say, are you concerned about the lyrics? Well, just on songs like, I don't know, I don't listen to folklore every day. So like there's just like folklore and Evermore and like um, albums that came out like a couple of years ago. I'm just freshening up. But then I do know the words to every song. Are you singing at the concerts? Like that's what kind of the... Absolutely. Only when I'm not taking a video because there's nothing I hate more than when I'm taking a video and then you can hear me (laughs) screaming in the background And that's not just you. That's anyone who's taking... It's like the way the mic is positioned. It must be that it it does no one... It does no one good. I know. So I'm going to film... And I always have a rule when I go to concerts. My rule of thumb is I'm allowed to film, like like take videos yeah. up until the first chorus, and then I put my phone away for the rest of the song, or oh. or the last chorus. It just depends on like which part of the song I actually want. So to you're getting him something for the memories, but also in the moment for the majority. Of the song. Today we're joined by Cassie Day, founder of All Day Fit. She's a creator. She was a reality TV star, <laughs> someone that does it all and also has assured me you speak as fast as I do, <laughs> <laughs> which is why you're a great for the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on Talking Fast. I'm so excited to be here, <laughs> trying to go nice and slow I so know. that everyone understands me. But as we get going, I'll speed up a hundred times. Well, it's a, it's a prerequisite to, I think, even come on the podcast to begin with is to keep up, I think. Yeah, I literally have it in the bio of our Instagram saying, can you keep up? And actually, though, we've been told that people listen at 1.5 speed, which I is would- insane. I was just going to say that I listen to podcasts on 1.5, but people have told me previously they have to put me on one always. Yeah, see, that's what I assumed I would be at too. So let us know in the comments after this episode (laughs) what speed you are. There's got to be someone who's like 0.5 as well, like slowing it down too for this Today at work, actually, I was watching a video and I always watch videos I have to review on double speed because I was like, I'll find an error at double speed. And I like pulled my headphones and I go... It's on double, and I actually wish they were talking a bit faster right now. And someone's like, not everyone's brain works the same way as you. But it's just like going at a mile a minute. Um, so you're the founder of All Day Fit. Do you want to just like let our audience know what All Day Fit is? Because I think a lot of people in like Toronto and that community knows about you and what All Day Fit is. But for all of our other Canadian listeners and everybody else out there, what is All Day Fit? I would love to. So All Day Fit is a fitness community here in Toronto. I founded the company seven years ago. That's crazy. I know. We're about to turn seven in June. I don't understand. I blinked and it was here. Huge. Huge. We focus on predominantly strength training, Mm -hmm. and our mission is really to help everybody 
make fitness a consistent part of their life. I think a lot of people struggle with the starting and stopping and starting and stopping their whole life. So it's very much from taking fitness, this short term 30 day challenge or two week challenge Mm -hmm. and making it something that you do for the long haul to really help not your today self, but your today self and your 80 year old self. That's why I've always loved your content since following you is because it feels, you make it feel very like accessible and not scary. Um, And you just have like a very like good energy about you, which makes it feel like, oh, like I could do that as well, which I think is a really good message to be sending about your brand as well, just so you know. Huge is, compliment, but, thank oh, you. Of course, but is, is having a fit lifestyle and has that always been something that's been ingrained in part of your life? Oh, big question. Um, so fitness, yes, because I am an athlete. I played a hockey my whole life. Same. So te- ice hockey? Yeah, dude, I played, like, I mean, I got seven concussions and wasn't allowed to play hockey anymore, but yeah. Cameron's been trying to get me to play on our team. (laughs) Cameron's been trying to get me to play forever, but, like, I just, I haven't played in years. I took 10 years off, and I went back. Okay, I'm on year nine off. I did play one year of rec league in university, but yeah, Cameron's been trying to get me to come forever. Okay, now you have two of us. I'm going to have to be getting messages firing from both. Yes, I I got my first injury six weeks ago. (gasps) Oh, no. my whole career yeah was oh the wow in your whole career yeah so you played ice hockey your whole life played so. ice hockey my whole life and then when I started university I I guess like when you're playing um high level hockey your whole life is that yes and when I went into university I was like I think I'm ready to hit pause on this mm-hmm. and try something new and when I transitioned into university I didn't replace hockey with anything I wasn't realizing two huge things it was doing for me one my physical and mental health mm-hmm. and then two also like the social team dynamic that I was getting from that for sure so when I started in university and I kind of didn't replace that with anything I noticed my mental health started good to go down Mm -hmm. and it was quickly like my first six year six months sorry I realized that the gym was going to be my new place Mm. so this was 2010 I started Mm -hmm. strength training and it's pretty wild to say that since 2010 I have consistently been in the gym three to four times every single week. Oh my God. So if there's one thing that I can do and I can do really well, it's consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's why All Day Fit is really built around consistency because it's been such a rock in my life that Mm -hmm. has like really helped me live the best life possible. How do you, so for someone like myself, when you're looking at fitness, especially strength training, and you're looking at like, I think the a common misconception that you kind of alluded to as well is that a lot of people are goal oriented or looking at a 30 day challenge or something like that. But if you're looking to work with a new client, what, where does that motivation come from? How do you teach motivation, I guess, to change the perception from, okay, I'm going to do this until I accomplish X mm-hmm. to this is going to be a practice that's going to be a part of my life from here on out, hopefully. Uh, so at All Day Fit, a big part of what we do in our programming is actually help you connect your training to what's happening outside of the gym. Hmm. Because everything you do inside of the gym affects outside. Of course. Your sleep, your stress, your nutrition, yeah. your connection, your relationships, your sex, mm-hmm. everything. And then vice versa, those things also affect your performance in the gym. So a lot of people start training for aesthetic reasons or performance or health. Mm-hmm. And at All Day Fit, we really want to help you connect those bridges to help you see how training will impact everything else in your life and when you start to realize and connect those bridges which we help you do for an example when you come to all day fit you follow a program 
You come in every day, you have it track. You fill in how many hours of sleep did you have, quality of sleep, your nutrition, what's your stress level. Mm-hmm. We always have a question that kind of dives into a gratitude moment. And then we go into your training. And when you're following a personalized program and you're tracking things like your sets and your weights and the things that you're learning, and you're able to connect your performance that day mm-hmm. to what your habits were going into it, you start to paint this full circle. And when you get an understanding and a feeling for how they impact those other parts of health, you start to become addicted in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you shift the gears from this being a short-term thing to this actually being about how I feel every day of my life. I love that. That was a very long answer. No, that was perfect. Because I feel like most people don't talk about like, I feel like there's, it's overwhelming when you want to start when it's like, oh, you have to track this and do this and this, but it's not necessarily all done in the same like um, cohesive plan, which is really like promising to hear that you guys do that because it's, it's so overwhelming. So what would you say is the biggest misconception, especially because you are like a creator online as well. What is the biggest misconception, especially I would say online when it comes to the health and fitness space? I think this biggest misconception is that fitness is a look. Mm. and not a feeling I love that that's true and it's not true at all Mm -hmm. because I know many people who are in small bodies who aren't healthy and I know many people who are in larger bodies Mm -hmm. who are very healthy and if we continue this narrative that fitness looks a certain way not only is it making it very exclusive to many people who don't look that way but it's also centering fitness around a specific look and then as a result when you're tied to that look and if you're unable to achieve it or if you do achieve it but then you go up down backwards sideways because that's what's going to happen to physical appearance as you go through life um I completely forget the question to tie it back in and what's the biggest (laughs) misconception no it's the biggest misconception that is it's not about you said it's the biggest misconception is that it's about the look it's not fitness is not about the look but it's about the feeling Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, I love that. One, like, one of your lines. I love Which that. Which I think is like when I'm thinking about it as well. You're right. You, you mentioned this a little bit ago as well. Is that like a lot of people go into their fitness journey with an aesthetic goal mm-hmm. in mind. But, but cool. yeah which is totally fine yeah. but also i think the change for me as a runner because that was something that i started doing to to take care of my mental health as well uh the most important like benefit from it was the feeling like you're talking about that you get as opposed to hitting any kind of like pace goal or like getting a certain time mm-hmm. in a race or something like that uh is that a tough thing to not sell to people but to to kind of change their minds on I think that it's actually a, yeah, the word sell is a good word to throw in there because I think that so many gyms or fitness communities or programs, whatever it is, it's very easy to sell a quick fix, yeah. mm-hmm. which you can't even guarantee or promise, but it's a sales tactic. Of course. And I refuse to do that. So at All Day Fit, I think we call it the All Day Fit journey. Mm-hmm. And it's very much when someone kind of, steers away from it being the aesthetic focus which is completely okay if it is aesthetics but it's when you can tie into it being more that you're there for the long haul you just mentioned mental health and I think aesthetics is something that people start fitness for and mm-hmm. like I just mentioned it goes up down backwards all around we go through these changes in our life and our body changes as it should but mental health is something that's not changing. Mm-hmm. So if we can get people to realize how they can feel mentally and emotionally, like you did for running, that is something that will help keep you motivated 
and in the gym or running whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Is that something that you also found, like I know you mentioned you took off a lot of time when you went to university from hockey and you kind of lost the community aspect uh, around fitness as well. So now looking at being back in the gym, working with different clients, is that something that is also filling that hole for you when it comes to community? It's actually one of the reasons I started All Day Fit to begin with. Mm -hmm. So strength training is lonely. Yeah, It's very much a one person sport. And as a hockey player, you're not used to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> used to everyone in your business all the time. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. And having like a coach and yeah. team support. So when I started, I started all day fit. There's actually a program within all day fit called strong Academy. And it's a six to one ratio. You oh. are with the same people every session. You have the same coach every session. So you actually start to build those connections mm-hmm. and it's very unique and it kind of embodies bringing back that team atmosphere that I learned in hockey. Which I think is something that can happen to like, uh, I'll just go back to running cause that's where my yeah. touch point is, but like I'll run with people of, that can run at various different paces, but it's still like, I remember going or being at the end of like a 10 K race recently. And even though everyone's kind of finishing at different times, you're all there cheering for each other and like watching each other achieve yeah, the certain goals and whatnot. Of finding community yeah, within exactly. individual yeah. sports. Yeah, so I think that that's just just to say that I think that's a great way to think. Well, about even the it. like when you like open talking about all day, if it use use the word like you're a fitness community, like first and foremost with it, which I think in itself is a lot more inviting than I don't know when you hear like this program or this like eight week thing and that like get toned for summer, blah blah blah, like all of those things. Like the idea of community means that you like look out for each other and that um you like and even using the word journey, I think it's very intentional the way you guys. That using the proper words that then make it more accessible for everybody else. Yeah, and how important is community when it comes to something like accountability as well? So we could touch on this a couple of times. People start fitness because it's extrinsic, extrinsic motivators. So mm-hmm. things like aesthetic, performance, health, but they actually stay in fitness because of intrinsic motivators. Community, mm-hmm. how you feel, what else comes under there? Community, how you feel, enjoyment, yeah. yeah, all those different things. So when it comes to actually finding some things that's sustainable and account and you stay accountable to, it really is those intrinsic motivators mm-hmm. that are so important. I think one of the most important pieces of fitness, or even just in general, becoming fit or healthy or whatever that looks like for you, it's putting yourself in an environment. What's the saying? You're you're like the people you spend the most five people. Yeah, you spend. You're, oh, you're the like, average of the five people you spend the most time. With. Nailed oh, it. Yeah. Look at that. Good teamwork, guys. So <laughs> when it comes to fitness, it's that same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to be consistent in the gym, if you want to go to sleep eight hours and eat healthy foods and mm-hmm. do all those things, and you're struggling to do so, put yourself in an environment with people who are doing those things, and that's where I think oh, community okay. comes in. It's finding a community that aligns with your values so that you can create that space to continuously show up and be the person that you want to be. And I know yeah. it, like even when I go like drop into like random like fitness classes or whatever in the city, I always like look to the people that are clearly like if you're in like a spin class, there's like the front row girls that like <laughs> always go to that same studio and like the instructor knows them and everything. Like honestly, as an onlooker, you go you're like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. Like they all know each other and everyone in the class knows each other. And I'm always like, I'm always like a little bit envious of those communities. And I think that it makes sense that that would be like how people then become like dedicated to something even more so. So Sarah, you just mentioned kind of like the ingrained uh, spin class as an example, you know, the front row people, which Mm -hmm. is for me, 
a little intimidating. I've always it, wanted to be a front row person. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think <laughs> you can I, be a front yes. row person. Okay, this is what this is what we need. <laughs> how what are, how do you, how do you tell someone they can break through that and join the community? And that how do you're they building? start? Yeah, and and make it a little bit of an easier transition to someone who hasn't mm-hmm. done any kind of fitness training at all, but wants to start this journey. It's tough in a spin class because it's a dark room. You go in and mm-hmm. you leave. But that's why we try to create a different atmosphere at All Day mm-hmm. Fit. I can speak to my experience. At All Day Fit, because I focus on community, and again, you see the same people every day. You're greeted by name. You are assigned what we call a lane partner. So you train next to the same person every day, the same people on the sides outside of you. So it creates that atmosphere mm-hmm. where you can make like-minded friends. You're welcomed by name. We have a question of the day. So I think that if community is an important part to you, finding a space, whether if you're in Toronto, all day fit, shout out, come. <laughs> but if you're not, finding a space that is more small and community focused mm-hmm. um, is a good way to do so. I love that. I mean, I'm sold. I'm about to message you after this. <laughs> <laughs> Along with like being a seven-year founder of this fitness community content creator, you also found yourself on <laughs> The Amazing Race Canada with your partner which is like I'm sure just like the craziest journey ever so tell me how did that come to be because like I'm always so curious how people end up on reality television (laughs) (laughs) best time of my life I love that so I applied three years in a row (laughs) finally got on Mm -hmm. basically first year I didn't get an interview second year we made it through the interview process but didn't get on and then the third year we got a call and then COVID happened so we oh. had a, went on a two-year hiatus. Oh, wow. Basically, within that time, all of my friends were having babies. And I was like, should we have a baby? Should we not? And literally, the reason I chose not to was because I knew there was a hope that we were going to get on the race. No that way. it eventually happened. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, my kids will be better off after yeah. that. When mom has all these cool stories about when I went on the amazing race. That was like definitely part of my thought process. <laughs> Imagine telling your children we were on an amazing race together. Oh my so God. then we ended up on the show. We found out in February. We had to be on set in April. At this point, I couldn't tell my company. So there's 10 members of my team. I was able to tell my head of operations. So that was good. Basically, I'm also an ambassador for Adidas. So I had to come up with a story to tell my team of why I was going off the world for four weeks. Because no phone, no computer, no connection to anyone. So basically, I told my entire team that I was going to be training a high-profile celebrity through Adidas. So it makes sense a little bit. Oh. They all oh. thought it was like Beyonce. I'm like, imagine it was Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like Adidas, that would make sense. I know. They were going through all the rosters of athletes for them. Oh and God. I wouldn't be able to contact them for four weeks. And then we... Oh, good cover. It works. So yeah. And, but the thing is, we thought... So my partner's name is Jamique. We thought that we would... They wouldn't notice he was gone. They're like, one weekend, they're like, where's Jameek? Why don't we hear from Jameek? I was like, okay, okay that lie yeah, started yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Did any of them suspect it? One of my coaches, Jack, she did know that I had applied a couple years before. Oh, true. So she kind of put it together a little bit, but right. she didn't openly, she didn't call me out. Yeah, it's not like she's going to go online and be like, by the way, Cassie's <laughs> going to be on the amazing race. So what was like the biggest takeaway from that experience? It's okay to fail. Oh, that's really cool. I mm-hmm. love that. I thought went into the race actually thinking that we would win. 
Like easily. I, but I feel like everybody easily. goes into everything <laughs> thinking that they're going to win. Like, I feel like if you're not going into that show thinking you're going to, like, win, then why are you Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, I really thought we were going to win. Yeah. And then we were so bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we first leg crushed it. Every leg after that, terrible. It was a struggle. <laughs> it was a struggle. We're the first team to ever be eliminated twice. Oh, oh. Yeah. we got eliminated twice. We got eliminated. And then we got brought back on because teams got COVID. And then we got eliminated again. Oh, wow. So you were like, this is our chance. This is what it's meant to be. Now we're meant to win it. A big it. story. Would you play yeah. again? I would do it a hundred times over. Yeah. I planted the seed in the producer's head so many times being like, if you want us back next year, little let comeback, me know. Little uh, comeback. Yeah. Season. Yeah. Um, would you ever go on any other type of reality television show? I like, don't what, what, know what many other race like that like enticed you. I have been watching my whole life. Oh. It's always so I've watched every season. It was like my family was super into it. Everything about it. I'm a huge traveler. I've been 35 plus countries. So mm. the part about traveling with activities. Like yeah. Yeah. one of my favorite things to do is to take people on their first, which is why I run retreats, taking people to new countries and do new things they wouldn't typically do. This show is basically a competition of doing exactly that, but for myself. So yeah, I loved oh, everything about fit. it. What was the hardest challenge you had to do? Honestly, every challenge was so <laughs> Like here's an example. There were 100 goats running around. There were team, 10 teams who had to chase down the goats wearing the bandana with our color on it add up the numbers from the bandana. Well, imagine 10 teams chasing 100 goats at the same time. Yeah, so you can guess where the A little chaotic, yeah. All the goats look the same. <laughs> you can't tell which bandana you already counted. They have doubled oh, some of the numbers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, like, God. we thought we had 71. We didn't know there was two 71s that were out there. Two goats that looked the exact same. One of the goat's bandanas were flipped upside down. You couldn't see his number. My fiance had to tackle the goat to flip the bandana. There's on national television, he's landing in goat shit, falling on the ground. So it's like hard to say what was hard because everything just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, like it's yeah. so it's it's not like it's like, oh, you're gonna go climb a rock wall and you're like, oh well, we like own a gym, like we're fit, like yeah. we'll be able to do it. It's like, no, it's like things that make it a little bit like more seem even. a little bit more under your control, yeah. I guess. And make it, I guess more of an even playing field for everybody else wow so if you're on the fence about applying for the amazing race though you've got do this it seat. do I, it like hundreds of people dm'd me asking for help so i feel like i'm gonna know like half the cast this year oh that's <laughs> or at least that's so, good. That's so cool though i love that it would be cool to know someone yeah it was the best experience would you ever do it i mean don't you have to drive stick on the amazing race or is that a misconception that's that's what will do it for you <laughs> you're like out. you're a hard out if no don't you have to know how to drive stick isn't that like one of the things they say you should know how just in case i don't we didn't know how to. i don't okay. know how to drive stick and i don't know who my partner would be i that's i think that's the hard my my like partner nolan and i could we wouldn't make our relationship past episode one we couldn't i don't think we could do it um I don't uh, really Sarah, know. I don't know. You got a co-host, got a co-host over here like that. Do you, we, do you think we could do it? We'd probably win. If there's a producer, <laughs> if there's a producer watching right now, hit us up. Talking fast, amazing race, running fast. I see, I could do it. I th I think I I think I would. I don't know. I think I'd do it. I, I, you know what though? I can't drive stick either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll learn. You're good. You'll learn. <laughs> or or that's part of the experience. I watched the episode of the Kardashians this week and Kylie learned how to drive stick. Can't wait to get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I always say that I want to do Survivor is like my big. Even though that one's like 
difficult survivors like the reality show yeah I that's the same one do. for the same reason because i watched that with my family growing yeah. up that was like the yeah show. i feel that's like it's on like season 1000 1003 no it's on season four they finished 45 that's that a lot. Is wild. it's like the voice the voice has like 40 seasons Which already. Which is surprising. And the show's been on for 10 years. I love the voice. I cry every episode. I know. Oh. I always end up with the compilations on TikTok. Welcome back to our voicemail segment where every single week we answer random questions, we give advice, sometimes you ask us what our favorite ice cream flavor is, and sometimes you ask us the meaning of life, everything in between. Today, Cassie, you are going to answer some questions with us. Are you ready? I'm ready. And just a reminder. It's not the meaning of life. (laughs) It's not. not. (laughs) And just a reminder, if you want to ask questions for our voicemail segment, you can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at talkingfastshow. Jacob, yes. you've got the first question. Yeah, right? it's not a meaningful life, life question, but I think it's a good one. Uh, what is your favorite rom-com? Um, okay, I this is the thing. I'm a rom-com girly. Love a rom-com. But I have different rankings of them. Like, my favorite one just to watch, like, on an airplane is Letters to Juliet. But it's not a good rom-com, necessarily. I have no idea what that is. It's with Amanda Seyfried, and she goes to Verona, and she finds this letter in the wall, and she mails the old lady, and then the old lady's trying to find love, and it's very cute, and it's like... And it's just, you have to, it's set in Italy. You should watch it before you go okay. to Italy. Watch on the plane. I'll check it out. It's amazing. But it's like, it's like a cheesy, like not great one, but I love it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those ones that are just like mindless watch. There's Juliet. My favorite maybe of all time might be Notting Hill though. Okay. Yeah. Because it's set in London and it's Julia Roberts. You can't go wrong with that. Hugh Grant? Who, yeah. He was there too, but I was there for <laughs> Julia Roberts. <laughs> How about you? What's your favorite rom-com? You know what? Uh, does this count? Oh wait, I have a third one. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Go ahead. also, just <laughs> no crazy stupid love, crazy stupid love with uh, Steve Carell and what's his and name? Emma Stone and, and, that, um, the, and uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. And that, you were about to say that guy, but yeah, Ryan yeah, Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ken, yes, crazy stupid love. Those are my top three. That one has a twist too. What a twist! Okay, well, don't say it has a twist because what if someone hasn't watched it yet? Ah, uh, they all have twists. <laughs> Mine does this count? Wedding Crashers. Oh, I does it count? I yeah, guess they, there's romance and there's comedy. To, I guess he's trying to fall in love the whole time. I will rewatch Wedding Crashers. At I think least. I've watched that once ever. Really? Mm-hmm, at same. least once a year for me. Once a year? <laughs> yeah. Do you like, plan on crashing some weddings? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's uh, the vibe? You know what? I think that I would have so much fun crashing weddings, and I I don't think I would be thrown out. Cause, uh, I crashed a wedding in this past summer because the wedding that I was at, we like that wedding ended. Whose wedding? Ours, Maddie and John's wedding. Their wedding ended, and then the wedding downstairs hadn't ended yet. They kicked us out of the our oh. banquet. So we all walked in, and then the girl, okay. the bride, recognized me from TikTok. Oh, really? So you stayed. I tried to, but then they kicked me out Whoa. anyways. <laughs> Okay, that's what I was going to say. I know. She didn't kick me out. The security kicked us uh, out. Yeah, yeah. What I was going to say is like, there's the lull. You know the lull of when all the old people leave a wedding and the dance floor kind of clears out a little bit? Yes. I would bring the energy back. So I would wait mm. for that point to insert myself into the wedding, but otherwise I'd be trying to be respectful. It's an important part of the wedding, yeah, so they probably wouldn't kick you out. That's what I'm hoping they for. They need that person. I would be flattered if someone crashed my wedding. I wouldn't be offended. Like if it was someone that's fun and has good energy, I'd yeah. be flattered. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a favorite rom-com? 
Okay, I don't have a favorite movie specifically because right now I'm very much into series. And oh. the current one I'm watching is Emily in Paris. <gasps> oh, I love Emily in For Paris. For the second time. I know, I love Emily Amazing. in Paris. I, I watched it twice too. Yeah, no it's shame. So good. It's so good. And I used to live in France for a year. So I feel like I'm just like back, back. in myself. That. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love Emily in Paris. It's the perfect amount of like cheesy but good and just like mindless TV. With, well, yeah, definitely mindless. With attractive men. So it's yeah. a win win for everybody. <laughs> Our next question, it was kind of addressed to Jacob. You had the first time that someone addressed this you a question. This is a huge step for me. It's a, big, it's a big deal. It said, Jacob, you're running marathons, which is amazing. Any advice for a non-runner where to start? But I figured Aww. we could all answer this. You know what? We kind of touched on it, I would say, like at the beginning of this episode, is that like uh, if you're just starting to get into running, it, you can set a lofty time goal, which I, I think for a marathon mm-hmm. is like the bad, probably the worst thing you can do. It's just like listen to your body, as I would mm. say, is like the most important mm. thing when you're just getting into running. A, you don't want to get injured. B, you running is something that I find hard for a lot of people to get into and enjoy. So not trying to overwork your body and mm-hmm. like training within what your current limitations are uh, is important. And then the third thing is probably community, is finding people to run with that are going to A, keep you accountable to be able to, you know, get the mileage that you want or, or need mm-hmm. to be able to take on a big race if you are shooting for a marathon or like a smaller distance or something like that. Uh, but then also it's just more fun to do to do hard things together. Good fun. What's your run club called that you started? Good run crew. Good run you crew. You started a run club? Yeah, yeah, just two days ago or two, no, two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. It's very small. It's very small. But if you want to run. But if everyone wants to run, <laughs> good run crew. Where do you run out of? Uh, all over the place, actually. So mostly downtown, but cool. like we're trying to just run out to coffee I will shops eventually, and have just a little, you know, community. I will moment eventually after join, that. but I gotta go on some runs by myself first. I gotta. I can't just make my first run be with you guys. You run like five and a half k your first time. I haven't ran since. Well, you could God do. Knows. We'll do. We'll do two k with you. Uh, do the uh, I don't know. I also am too competitive, so running with other people, I'll just like I won't like slow down. So I gotta like do it by myself a little bit. Do you have any? T- are you a runner? It's funny is I'm not a runner. I lift heavy shit. Deadlifting two hundred to three hundred is my jam. My jam. But at All Day Fit, we have a Run Club. It's called Rad. And I also decided to join as a spontaneous one-off <laughs> a couple of weeks ago because our head coach. I just wanted to be there to support yeah, her. Of yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do the run to walk pace yeah and i'll just do the 5k and now i did the 8k with the nice. fast crew yeah and then i couldn't walk for, for actually <laughs> probably six days <gasps> and oh i yeah <laughs> that's but that would be me i do the same thing i would just be like i wouldn't know how to not be like yeah i'm fine and then in the moment like in the moment power through it like the adrenaline like a little like I don't know, like Tasmanian devil would get me through it, but then I would be dead for a week straight. Maybe okay, yeah, month. throw back to my first comment of like maintain your training load to something realistic. <laughs> <Yeah. to> not- <laughs> it's hard to do when you're in the environment. It's hard. Yeah, and that's for sure. what I would struggle with as for well. Sure. Um, uh, do you want to? Yeah, okay. voice, voicemail question number three here. What is your favorite summer activity? We've got warm weather now. It's We're so spending beautiful. a lot more time outside. outside. What do we got? Um, spike ball in the park. Oh, that was my answer. <laughs> Clearly, we're gonna have to yeah, play like spike ball in the park. Um, yeah, spike ball in the park is the best one. And if you don't know what spike ball is, you need to go buy a kit. There are people who don't know, so I'm just gonna do a quick disclaimer to go buy a spike ball kit. It's like volleyball, but you hit it into a net that's on the ground. Super easy to travel with, and it's such a fun summer game. And it's really fun when you go to like Stanley Park or anywhere downtown. There's like always other people playing, so sometimes you can play against each other. Spike ball in the park is my favorite. I was at Woodbine yesterday, and there were probably six different groups of people. Yeah, playing. when yeah. we were, are my 
friend group and I went to Cuba over New Year's and there was like we were actually shocked at how many spike ball sets we saw like there in was, Cuba like like just all the tourists had brought them to play wow. like it was crazy Wild. but spike ball in the park what about that's you? my answer yeah it's 100% spike ball in the park that's yeah like, I was gonna throw back to like an outdoor activity I'll say volleyball okay. I'm excited to get back into the OG the volleyball like the grandmother of spike ball yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh I guess I play beach volleyball I should have said that too but Whatever. That's fine. yeah. There's a league on Thursday night that spike ball down on the beaches. There's oh, a, really? I've thought about joining. Yeah. No way. <laughs> oh. Your team's a two or three. Thursday nights. Oh my god! Oh, Wait, I, my friends are not gonna. I, we can't let my friends know that they're just gonna want to join this league. They wanted to join a tournament when I'm, and I was like, guys, I don't think we're like tournament level. You're like self noted or self note for you right now in the edit to cut this out. Like, yeah, just they be can't like, hear it. They don't yeah. listen to this anyways. This is how I'll know if they listen. Actually, oh how I'll know if they listen is if um, they find out that there's a spike ball league or not when Amazing. they talk about it on volleyball on Wednesday. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on talking. F- oh, I just that. Thank you so much for joining us on talking. F- today <laughs> sorry um we give you a moment to shine at the end of every episode you get to leave the audience with a piece of advice where they can find you on social it's like what they do on hot ones you just look at the camera and you tell them whatever you want wow. it's your moment to shine so what would you like to tell the audience or i want the with? audience to walk away from uh to summarize our chat about fitness is fitness is a feeling not a look and to find yourself a community so that you can embed consistent training into your life. And if you're looking for one, alldayfit.co on Instagram, the company they founded is the place to do so. We run programs both virtually and in gym. So if you're not located in Toronto, you can also be a part of our programs. They run two-way live coaching over Zoom. I love that. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. I love people who can speak my speed. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.